Hello, this is Joe Bika with another episode of Man Up, the podcast to help men reject passivity and accept responsibility. Today I want to share out of a book that I've started rereading. I read this book a number of years ago, Seven Desires by Mark and Debbie Laser. And Emily and I had a chance to spend a day with the Lasers actually going to the Masters golf tournament. Mark came in to speak. He's He has gone to be with the Lord now, but he came in to speak on... He's, Probably the top guy in the has been the top guy in the Christian field of sexual addiction. Um, he um, had written a number of books. They have written a number of books. They have a ministry called Faithful and True. Uh, still continues. Debbie, I think, is the um, continue to lead that practice and that work. They do intensives for men and women as it relates to sexual addiction. Um, this book, Seven Desires. Actually, I think I'll. I'd talk about some of these other desires in the weeks to come. But in the introduction, they say, we believe that God created us with seven basic universal desires. Each of us desires to be heard and understood, to be affirmed, to be blessed, to be safe, to be touched, to be chosen, and to be included. They go on to say, having and fulfilling these desires validates our very existence. If these basic desires are fulfilled, we will enjoy a deeper, richer relationship with God. And again, going on to say if they're not fulfilled, um, you we will struggle in many, ba- many basic ways. So today I want to talk about, just for a few minutes, about this desire to be heard and understood. I think the, the, the opposite of being heard is to be ignored or to be dismissed. But just the importance of uh, being heard. And I think in turn, hearing others. Um, in counseling, we call it empathetic understanding. And just the significance of, uh, actually, uh, I was told in grad school that about 80% of counseling is just the person that's coming in for counseling, knowing that the other person hears them, understands them. And that's really foundational. There have been times in counseling where I haven't done a good job, I did many, many days, where I haven't done a good job listening and hearing someone and actually have lost a few clients because they didn't feel like I heard them and they didn't feel heard or seen. Um, again, that's that happens. It's hor- uh, very horrible as a counselor to have somebody say, you didn't hear me, you, you know, and, and again, I've had that happen a handful of times. Um, but for, for the most part, I think I do a good job of listening and understanding. But one of the things they talk about in this chapter about being heard and understood is that people who don't feel heard and understood often resort to things like yelling, uh, repeating themselves, um, becoming over-rational, judgmental, which, again, I can identify with all those, um, with all those things in my own life and, and certainly with, with others I've experienced. Um, but part of the, <laughs> the simplicity of being heard and understood is to have someone really begin to listen to you. And then uh, you've heard me say this, listen, it's a little acrostic, listen, understand, validate. And, and so not just listen and be quiet, but actually to understand, to communicate understanding. Is this what I understand? Do I understand you correctly? Is this what I understand you saying? And to say I understand is almost in many ways is kind of invalidates the person 
because if you're not communicating what you understand, you're just kind of saying that many times, unfortunately, it's used to kind of shut somebody up like, okay, I understand, I understand. So anyway, um, but I, I thought I'd share a couple of short examples. I, there was a time in my life where I was really struggling with anxiety and just kind of the, this was probably about 10 years ago, maybe a little bit longer. I was a new counselor. My practice was just getting started. I was pretty stressed out financially. And I had lunch with a friend and the friend really didn't want to hear my struggle and my anxiety. And I think his attempt was trying to identify, but we talked about his anxiety and his struggles with finances and just different things. And I walked away from the lunch like, okay, that just made me worse. And I think as I look back on it, it was because I didn't feel heard and understood. You know, he was trying too quickly to identify with me and just not simply hear me and enter into it with me. I think there's some times where I have felt understood. And I think there are a couple of people in my my life, my friend Jeff uh, in Ohio, um, my friend Reggie, who's in heaven, and my sweet wife Emily. And I, I think for in particular, um, what I really enjoyed about my time with Reggie is oftentimes we would just talk about all kinds of things. Sometimes they were just silly things that weren't really, didn't matter much. But often Reggie was someone, and I have another friend, Frank, as well, that I can bear my soul with. Um, I would say in the recent, like in the last week, Emily and I went for a walk in our neighborhood for about an hour one evening. And I was just able to share a lot of what was on my heart, my mind. And Emily, I don't even remember what I shared, but what I really do remember is that Emily did a great job of listening. And how after that walk, I felt we, I felt like we were so connected. And I felt understood. And again, my wife's really good at that, of understanding and listening and being uh, empathetic and, and even at times sympathetic when needed. So those are some examples in my life. I don't, I, I kind of what I want to challenge you to think about today is when are times where you've been understood and who are the people that have understood you and what was it about them? Maybe it was a teacher, maybe it was a parent, maybe it was, most of the time it's a good friend. And and also maybe times where you didn't feel understood or, and it, maybe this is a little darker, is times that you felt like you weren't good at understanding. Maybe it was your spouse or a friend no sharing a problem, and you were, you were more thinking about what you were going to say rather than entering into what, what they're saying. Anyway, just a thought. Um, I want to read one last thing. It was interesting in this, uh, kind of in this section on to be understood. The, uh, uh, I'm just going to read the last paragraph of this section. We all desire to be heard by God. Um, he, wants to talk to, he wants us to talk to him. And we want him to listen. The psalmist says in Psalm 77, 1 and 2, I cried out to God for help. I cried out to God to hear me. In addition, God wants us to hear him. In Isaiah 55, 3, uh, uh, God says through Isaiah, Give ear and come to me. Hear me that your soul may live. So in in order to connect with God and each other, we must talk to God and each other. And we want to know that both God and other people hear us because being heard is a clue that we are fully known. Anyway, those are my thoughts today. Thanks.